can you hear me? Um, oh, I don't hear you. How do I, what happens if I click, hello? Hi. I really just don't hear you like at all. Um, I, I just don't hear what you're saying at all. Do you hear me? Do you? Yeah. Actually, hold on. <laughs> so yeah um the volume on my ipad was all the way down okay jesus i was like what could it be and that's the only other thing i could think of and i was like um i it was like i don't want to send this and make you like I, I don't think you're stupid but also like that's what i would do is like think there's this huge technology issue and it's actually just my dumb ass having the volume off so okay <sighs> that was fucking terrifying i'm like did my mic die like what is going on because yours is working perfectly oh that's great to know because i was yeah you know, tweaking about that obviously didn't even enter my mind that the volume it was a two-way street, you know? <laughs> oh my God. I am so fucking baked. I'm happy I thought of that because I honestly, I'm not I sure. I wouldn't have. Yeah, no. Well, and the thing is, is that if I were, if I were sober, I would not have thought of that. But I'm like, huh. Oh, is that, that's an idea. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> other, other than that, let's, let's fucking go. Like I am fucking pumped. Yeah, so we're talking about, well, this is Saturday Night High, and I'm Steph. And I'm Gilda. And we're talking about season 46, episode 18, which aired May 8th, 2021, hosted by Elon Musk, and the guest was Miley Cyrus. Yeah, um, I, I angered some Elon bros on Twitter in the days prior to this show and I got called a garbage can, which was fun. Um, and by fun, I mean, ow. Um, but you know, I, they speak the truth. No, um, <laughs> they definitely are not speaking no. any sense. Um, no. So, uh, yeah, I was not super pumped for this show, but I still have conflicting feelings and conflicting thoughts about it, but I ended up liking it more than I thought I would and so there's that yeah no me too I am really surprised honestly with how much I enjoyed this episode and laughed and I will say those Elon bros did use memes from 2013 and I laughed my little ass off you guys (laughs) (laughs) truly I think that was the funniest part of it it's like there are at least two or three updated versions of that meme they could have used so it's like yeah way to be stuck in trollville anyway um but yeah so the cold open uh it was Miley Cyrus singing fuck it's a Dolly Parton song somewhere oh fuck I was really jamming to the song. I have no idea what it was. I mean, I did. I do know what it was. I had heard it before, but I was like, I didn't write it down. I thought I would just remember. Same. Uh, she performed Dolly Parton's Light of a Clear Blue Morning. And the cold open, it was, this was the Mother's Day show. It was dedicated to the cast members' mothers. It was cute. Her godmother is Dolly Parton. And her mom was up there. It was just lighthearted jokes with the cast. And they were all joking with their moms. I thought Colin Jost's mother was like, Michael Che just, hand, che just handed this to me and told me to read it on air. And he's like, mom, don't want to do that. That was so cute. It was. It was adorable. 
Heidi Gardner's mom was so tan. I was like, holy shit, sis, go off. Yeah. No, and they, I mean, everyone just looked fucking amazing. Although fucking Chloe Fineman came on and all I could think was, God damn it, Scientology parent. And that, that was, I was like, I, I mean, the thing is, I'm I'm sure she loves her mother. I, I love my mother. You love your mother. Like, it's just like, it was in my head the whole time. I was like, God, how? Like, that was what I thought of. Yeah. Like, oh, so you're both Scientologists together, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cecily Strong. It was so cute. She was like. Her mom told her to say the punchline and she was literally crying. She was like, I'm too happy. It was so fucking cute. I love Cecily Strong so much. Yeah. So it was, oh, and it was the largest live from New York ever. 36 people saying ever. it. Ever. Ever. Yeah. SNL stats. God, those math boys. What was I looking up? God, I am so high. Oh, it was, it was the largest live from New York. We don't need, we don't need official numbers. It's fine. Um, that's not, if, if you want official numbers, you should go listen to SNL stats. Um, but yeah, uh, then we went into Elon Musk's monologue, which was again, better than expected. Right. Yeah. So it started off and he was talking about how he has sort of no intonation when he speaks uh, but then he says that he has Asperger's, which I didn't know and nobody I was watching with knew. And I think, I mean, that's obviously why you said it so early on. I mean, yeah, like, no, I, no I think idea. that was that. I think that was the first time that he acknowledged it or he like said, hey, I have Asperger's as opposed to people just being like, wow, Elon, you suck, you know, like at talking and whatnot. But I don't know. I re-listened to the Behind the Bastards on Elon Musk to prepare for the show just so I could be armed with facts if the Elon Burroughs came for us. And um, yeah, no, he enjoyed himself on Saturday Night Live. And it was really cute to see because he was just so clearly jazzed to be there. Like, yeah, he was. He um, he was wearing this really weird Star trek outfit, though. I can't describe it any better than that. It was just black and Star trek it was like a suit top, but the suit kind of came across the breast, but in like a very mother, like, like in a very modern way. And it was like held together with um, like sparkle pins or safe sparkle safety pins, sparkle pins, sparkle safety pins. And um, his mother, I see, I thought they were like matching blazers in like, or like related, like they looked kind of in the same vein. And I thought that was cute too, but I don't know. When his mom walked out, the only thing I could think was that she looked like Cinderella's evil stepmother from the Disney animated film. Oh, shit. You're right. She did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she seemed like a lovely woman. She went through hell and back with her husband, and she's apparently a model and still a model. Wow. Yeah, no, her husband left her. Elon's father left Elon's mother by saying, oh, yeah, no, she's beautiful, but there are just so many other younger, more beautiful women. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Yikes. Like, I'm coming up, well, I'm coming up on a milestone birthday, and I'm just terrified that I'm going to, like, turn into a hag at the stroke of midnight. So I'm just dealing with some midlife crisis stuff right now. It's fine. Um, This is not the middle. This can't be the middle. (laughs) God, I... (sighs) it feels like it though that's terrifying um anyway so yeah i don't know the monologue was better than i expected and then all right the only reason i knew most of this slang was from you for the next sketch like that was the only reason i was half able to keep up with this yeah this sketch 
my roommates and I were laughing so fucking hard at this. The Gen Z hospital, first of all, one of my roommates had the exact same shirt that Kate McKinnon was wearing, that like pink, like rugby top. <laughs> yeah. Oh she looks like us. Um, and then um, the roommate who had that top said that Bowen Yang was back, which was pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yep. That's kind of funny. Um, it was just like their, their bestie was uh, in the hospital because of a, a car situation and the doctor was Elon Musk and Elon Musk came out and he was using all of the like slang, but you know how the way he speaks, it just sounded so, it was just so weird to hear it come from his mouth like that. It was cringy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't totally a fan of this sketch because well, okay, I don't know if you caught this, but the bestie that was in the hospital was one of the person's mothers. Oh, right. I did catch that. I was just yeah. like, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not like a, I, uh, as I said on Twitter, dead mom shit is just a no-go for us. I don't, I don't find it funny, but. I mean, I sometimes I, gotta laugh. Yeah, and I get that. I just think having a dead mother sketch on Mother's Day is a really bad choice. Yeah, it is a bit of poor taste. Yeah. Another thing that was brought up online was that um, SNL was... (sighs) Okay, so SNL, at first people were like, oh, they're misappropriating AAVE, African-American... Vernac... Fuck. That's just what... Yeah, I feel like AAVE is being appropriated by um a lot of people just african-american vernacular english i told myself i wasn't gonna forget that and then i forgot it um yeah no and so at first people were like oh my god they're appropriate like you know this is an appropriation sketch but it was written by michael che and gary richardson and there were two theories behind this sketch one that michael che was just trying to make elon musk look bad which I find kind of funny. Um, but the other, it was mocking Gen Z for appropriating it and not have it like the the slang they used has like very specific connotations and it was being misused. And I thought that was interesting, but as someone pointed out, uh, it was, that's oh, gonna sound great on there. Um, at Eisen underscore Hueco um, said, even if the intent was satire, poorly done satire is still harmful. And I agree with that. Like they could have made it, if they were mocking, they could have made it more clear. They were like, that was what they were mocking, you know? I see what you're saying. Cause it, yeah, it wasn't exactly clear what they were mm-hmm. mocking. Yeah. And after, like, after I read about it and like, I was looking at the different articles and tweets. It was like, oh, okay, yes, this makes sense. It's not as offensive as people originally thought, but still, guys. Yeah, so the next sketch was conversations with people who we haven't seen since quarantine started. And this was quite interesting, I'll say. Yeah, Um, I mean, honestly, I have definitely had like 
some of those things pop up in like real life interactions, because when you stay home for a year and you don't see too many people, you kind of forget how to interact with them. And so I thought that was amusing, but I thought the choice to have Elon Musk um, in a COVID sketch when he downplayed coronavirus and all that shit, I thought that was a poor choice, but you know, to each their own. Mm, Yeah, I did also agree with a lot of what was said by some of them like someone said oh I think I have permanent brain damage that's me sometimes talking to people I'm like no Mm -hmm. I spent too long away from society to re-enter and feel good about it I mean I'm not sure I totally enjoyed being a part of society before but I mean I shouldn't say that now I sound like the fucking joker Um, oh my god (laughs) it's like um no it's like I don't know it's just like I I feel that the people I encounter now at least most of them are more empathetic and kind of like everyone's just doing their own thing and it's less life in your face although I'm about to have a batshit summer so oh no um (laughs) yeah there was this like weird dynamic between Chris Red and Ego Notum where he was hitting on her but then he was like in his head like oh wait is she my cousin and she was like, oh, I hope he remembers I'm his cousin. <laughs> yeah, I, that was, that was a whole, that was funny. The, the rest of it, I was just like, okay, mildly amusing. I can relate to this. And um, yeah, next we had Icelandic Public Television, which was Chloe Feynman, Mikey Day, Elon Musk, um, was there someone else oh um melissa Villasenor is bjork yes um also francis mcdormand kate mckinnon yes <laughs> and steve buscemi pete davidson yeah thank you um i yeah i don't know this was weird i get that that was the point but it was just fucking weird i was like what in the fuck is going on and then they were like oh brought to you by the cousin checker app and steve was like oh yeah that's a real thing and i'm like the fuck Wait, is it really? I think so. No way. Yeah, because then this was the second sketch in a row where there's a cousin fucker joke. I yeah, was like, what the yes! hell? There were like three incest jokes that were just like kind of, they just made them and kept going. And it was like, guys? <laughs> let's talk about, let's unpack that for just a second. <laughs> a new smartphone app is on hand to help Icelanders avoid accidental incest. The app lets users bump phones and emits a warning alarm if they are closely related. Bump the app before you bump in bed, says the catchy slogan. Some are hailing it as a welcome solution to a very Icelandic form of social embarrassment. That's April 18th, 2013, USA Today. That was the first Google result. Wow. There was a sketch that started out as Kate McKinnon doing the grizzled lady detective with a very specific accent and then this turned into everyone shitting on philly for a while it was really funny and great they called it a city that has a lot of very specific whites um and then the whole joke was they kept pronouncing daughter like dirter so it was like they murdered my dirter (laughs) okay i missed that line and i was like why the fuck are they calling it murder dirter I was like, what the fuck is going on? I missed that. Okay. Now that makes a lot more sense. But this was like a total mock of Mayor of Easttown starring Kate Winslet on HBO. I don't know if you've seen that. I saw the trailer. It looks amazing. I haven't seen it, but it just reminded me of like other, it reminded me of The Fall, I think is what it was called. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Beck Bennett screamed, they murdered my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, he screamed that. Um, and then my, my, I cackled at, uh, it was gritty in the forest. It was like, oh, it's a gritty or something like that. And I was just like, what the fuck? That's amazing. That was so fucking funny. Um, they had this like cork board of, you know, like maps and pins and shit like you do in a investigation room. Mm-hmm. And it had a picture of Tina Fey on it, I think. It could have just been a white woman, but I'm pretty sure it was Tina Fey. Um, and then uh, Beck Bennett was asking who murdered his daughter. And Elon Musk comes in as a priest with a pink bike. <laughs> and Kate McKinnon was like, yeah, that, he murdered your daughter. Yep, that's him. That was I, I did find that to be very funny. And that was written by Sudi Green and Fran Gillespie. Sudi, Sudi, I, I don't know. Sorry. Names are bad. No, not name, names are bad. <laughs> names are hard. <laughs> and names. Oh God. Um, yeah. So I, I thought, yeah, it was it was a pre-tape. It felt like something they'd done before, but it was somehow still original. And I liked that. Um, uh, Yeah. And then we went into Miley Cyrus's first performance. Did you write it down? Yeah. So this was Miley Cyrus with Kid Leroy. They sang Without You. And I really was bumping to this performance. Miley had this just great set of jeans on. I don't know if you noticed, but they were all Mm -hmm. like flat like it was just oh yeah cold. i can't describe it any better than that um and all these it was just great yeah her outfits tonight were literally just perfect every fucking step of the way um i thought so i hadn't heard this song before i had heard the second one she performed but um i thought the intro chords it reminded me of the song complicated by avril lavigne and fine maybe i'm dating myself here but i was like wait what the fuck is she oh okay this is not the same song and yes fine there's only so many chords in the world and so many patterns i get that it was just like i i had a flashback to like 2002 and it was like let's not do that again no i think i've had that thought when i've heard the song come on before Um, okay, well, that's good to know. I'm bringing up the wiki page because I only have Reddit writers up. God. Um, but yeah, and then, okay, we went in to Weekend Update and I fucking loved, um, I fucking loved Weekend Update this week. There were so many good lines. And I don't know, it started off with the rocket that we were all like, oh, where's it going to land? It landed, I guess, and Pacific Ocean somewhere near Indonesia or something. I don't really know. Yeah, no, it landed. It didn't hit anything uh, that we know of, but they made a joke that for once it's not Elon's fault. And now we know why he wanted to host. He needed an alibi. And I was just like, God damn. (laughs) Yeah, it was really great. I laughed hard at that. I was watching um, this episode with this girl from Canada. And so she hadn't ever really like, seen snl i don't think she went is this real news it was so funny that's funny <laughs> loosely based on it i mean the headlines yeah um yeah yeah michael che had an amazing joke about you know oh elon musk wants to go to mars and just a warning to any interplanetary whatever uh 
He said, if, if a ship shows up on your planet, don't get on them unless you want to, unless you want to be a Martian with the last name Washington. And I fucking cackled. Like I, oh my God. I watched his stand up on Netflix the other night and it was good. Yeah, he's hilarious. I don't know if you've yeah. seen it, but I've definitely been mean to see it. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking great. Anyway, um, yeah, so there was that line. Uh, white uh, white supremacist posting online and it was under Donald Donald Trump starts new blog um, and then they made a joke about him having brain fog from long haul COVID and I was like oh my fucking god like it's a thing it is a thing and I was so like surprised that they really went there huh but yeah, they did they went there yeah fuck Ron DeSantis I don't know why I wrote that down but I wrote fuck Ron DeSantis so Something about selling uh, AOL and Yahoo, and it was 1998, and that joke clicked with me because I'm old. Um, <laughs> something about evangelicals getting to, oh, evangelicals not getting the COVID vaccine. And uh, I think it was Michael Che who's like, guys, getting to heaven isn't a race. I was like, oh. That was great. <laughs> I don't know. The next thing I had was Ego Nordum, Disneyland, Weary Mother. <laughs> That was good. Okay, but yeah, Ego fucking carried this show. She was fucking amazing. She was my cast member of the show. Yeah, honestly, same. She comes on and I mean, I've had a lot of experience with these types of people. So this is just funny for me because I was watching it. I was like, yeah, this is so fucking true. She was complaining about taking her kids to Splash Mountain. You know, you wait for so long to get on this log fucking breaks down. And she was like, you know what, Mr. Splash Mountain? I don't get to break down <laughs> and she turned to Michael and she was like I used to be a sexual thing Michael but now I sleep on my feet like a horse oh I was laughing so fucking hard <laughs> she made a joke about how sore she was and um she said it was her neck her back her pushy and her crack and I was like oh my god so this is like her thing whether it's Edith Puthy or I was just like what the fuck is this like her trying to say pussy on air as much as she can because if so i'm here for it good for her also when she started yeah. saying that when she said like my neck my back i was like oh my fucking god is she gonna do it <laughs> i know i was like wait what um yeah no and then she was talking about how um her son was having a meltdown and uh she had to show her she showed her breasts to goofy for the Mardi Gras beads. And then she found out they were complimentary. And she was talking about her son, CJ Che Jr. Michael Che was like, what? Wait, his name's Che, che Jr. Jr. Che? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything about this bit I loved. I ended with her going, who's going to fast pass me? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, God. Michael Che killed it on Weekend Update. It was so good. He did, yeah, because then they talked about South Carolina using firing squads. Um, and so he said something about how, you know, like being executed. Yeah, I was saying, finally, people in South Carolina will get shot after they're found guilty. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a valid point, but also, I mean, a firing... I, I, okay, I will go on the record. I am anti-death penalty no death penalty lock up the bad people in jail for life if they did something that bad but i will say that a firing squad is probably less painful than the lethal injection chemicals that they put into your body 
that like states have to buy illegally from other countries in order to kill their inmates because people won't sell it to us anymore because it's so bad it is so bad yeah fuck this country I, 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 well, fuck this country, you know what, whatever. Um, Michael Che had a joke about $1 million of meth, and he's like, here's what a $1 million of meth looks like, and it flashed to a picture of the Capitol riot. Yeah, that's this country, isn't it? <laughs> um, then Che was trying to ask um, Elon Musk what Dogecoin is, and he was just not, like, he was, he was answering, but he wasn't explaining it and so he just kept asking what's dogecoin what's dogecoin and conjures was also asking and then at one point she was like oh so it's a hustle and elon was like yeah it's a hustle man and then dogecoin tanked oh my god (laughs) they yeah it's like there's a chart of its thing and like they tracked it to the minute when he's like it's a hustle and it just fucking fell oh my gosh that's wild um, there was another Disney joke. Uh, it was Disney having the Snow White ride where Snow White's being kissed while she's asleep without her consent. And they compared it to Universal Studios Cosby the ride. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael Che also had a fucking killer line about Ellie's uh, population going down and it's like as colin always as colin says it's not the same without harvey and colin just just put his head on the desk and michael Che's like you always say it man yeah he was like so like saddened that that had been said (laughs) (laughs) we had baby yoda buff baby yoda come on and (laughs) because he's been hitting the gym and now he wants to be in the mma i guess um (laughs) michael Che asked how he celebrated may the 4th and he said he smoked weed and took pills <laughs> i was like jesus fucking christ <laughs> baby yoda's got a fucking problem although this was the funniest baby yoda that there had- this was good Hilarious. i fucking liked this baby yoda um and yeah he was like oh this fight it's baby yoda versus baby groot it's a charity event to end your life that night i will kill you and i was like what the fuck i was screeching it was so bad he was really threatening him yeah so funny um and speaking of ending lives we had the wario trial the trial of wario wario versus the state i don't know Um, <laughs> Wario was written by Colin Jost and Streeter Seidel. Yeah, he was, uh, Mario was killed. Luigi was testifying. Luigi was Kyle Mooney. Uh, someone, he's like, someone threw a banana. And they, like, did the whole Luigi thing, and it was funny. Um, Cecily Strong was the judge. Elon Musk was Wario. And watching Elon Musk, like, hop across the stage, I was like, oh, my God, sir, you were a grown man, and that was fucking adorable. So, he even danced to the wario theme song that was yeah, that was kind of nice that was cute um but yeah when oh so strong said order in this oh, oh what were you gonna no say? i was just gonna say heidi gardner was the prosecution and mikey day was the defense sorry oh and grimes was princess peach oh my god i was so shook to see that okay go on <laughs> sorry that fucking grime yeah you know, I knew the episode yeah but like i was like wow Look at her. Princess Peach. Makes sense. Sorry, go um, on. Oh, yeah. When Sassy Shang was like, ordered in this court, and then 
she just like, tapped on like an item box with the gavel that was so fucking funny made the sound effect it was like oh and she was like having a hard time not laughing during this she's like no i'll allow it this is fun yeah yeah it's, it was just goofy to watch um but then oh they had the sext from peach to waluigi which was like i need a plumber who can really lay some pipe oh my god oh yeah um that was funny grimes did an amazing job as princess peach that was great um and then oh well uh, he uh can't remember if it was luigi or uh wario saying um well he started on shrooms it started with microdosing and then it went to macrodosing and then it did something else and he was like and that was the cocaine <laughs> it was just it was funny. that line it was funny and then the sketch totally turns. It makes one of those fucking weird pivots that I love. Um, and it was Pete Davidson reprising his role as Andrew Cuomo, which his voice sounded much better for at this time. I don't know if he's been studying or whatnot, but it was better than his last Cuomo. Um, and he's like this, uh, he was talking about how uh, there was an Italian American uh there's discrimination against italian americans and heidi gardner was like uh he's japanese and it was like um it was then pivots to like paid for by the italian anti-defamation league or something and or italian american something i don't fucking know it was funny the italian american anti-defamation league yes okay, yes thank you that was a really great little psa from them um then we had chad on mars <laughs> which was fucking amazing. And Miley Cyrus was like in love with him. And she was like, Chad, aren't you going to say goodbye? You're going to be a father, Chad. <laughs> like, no thanks, boom. I wish we could make love one more time. I drops his, <laughs> drops his space suit. Chad on Mars, uh, which is a recurring bit, was written by Pete Davidson, Mikey Day, and Streeter Seidel. Yeah, and so he just, it's like he has to go, he has to go save the people on Mars because they're running out of oxygen and he goes outside and they're like, pull the lever slowly. And they're like, what, what does the number say? And it was 80,083, but it said boobs. And it was fucking, that was just fucking classic. I don't know, the calculators in school, that was like, <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, he pulls the lever quick, he gets shot backwards, he's fine. He saves everyone and Elon Musk is like, put his face on every screen. The world needs to know who saved the people on Mars. And he's like, show them your face, Chad. He goes to take off his helmet and everyone's like, no, no, no. And then his head explodes. On live TV and all the fucking screens yep. everywhere. And they like cut screen to every, it was like, boom, boom, boom. And like everyone at Mission yeah. Control was screaming and Elon Musk was like, well, they said people were going to die. And then like turns around and hauls ass out the door saying, I was never here. <laughs> yeah that was a fun elon musk sketch yeah it was and then we had miley cyrus sing plastic hearts oh i loved it i never thought i would say this but i when touring starts again i want to see miley cyrus like she's amazing holy shit and i think i've said it before i don't know um on here I know I've said it to you, but like we had the 
Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears and Pink. And everyone was like, oh my God, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, they're going to be like, you know, such nice pop stars and have such long careers. And Pink's the wild child. And she's been married for 15 years with two kids and like has the most stable home life of any of them. And it's like, okay, so for this generation, it was Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, and Miley Cyrus. And everyone's like, oh, Selena and Demi, they're so wholesome. They're going to have such long careers. Miley Cyrus, what the hell? She's she's twerking on stage and riding wrecking balls naked. Oh, no. And now I'm like, wow, Miley Cyrus. Yes, Stan. Uh. Well, to be fair, Demi Lovato also had her moments. Her, her big public moments, unfortunately. Well, no, 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 no. And that that's what I'm, well... Right. But I guess I'm just saying, right. It's just saying that like all three in each generation went through a bunch of shit and the wild one and like the wild one that everyone was like, oh yeah, no, she's going to be nowhere. She'll be dead in five years is like having a super fucking career. And the other two are still going through troubles. That's what I'm saying. It's like the parallels. Yes, I see now. Yeah. I kind of like spaced out just a little. Sorry, yeah. I know, I know. No, okay, it probably does make sense. I just I was kind of like, whoa, <laughs> the connections. Yeah, no, I, I I know. That was yeah. Um, yeah, that I love the performance. I loved her outfit. Um mm-hmm. it was like see-through with sparkles and feathers, and yeah. Her hair is also fucking cool too. It is cool, and I love that it's blonde, like fucking Hannah Montana's wig, I'll say Aww. it. <laughs> I, I never I, I was a little too old for the Hannah Montana scene I was the perfect age for the Hannah Montana scene really into it nice um yeah and then the 10 to 1 it was basically like a Tesla ad and it was just mocking like Elon Musk but in the old west oh and uh, this was written by Colin Jost and Brian Tucker so, like someone got shot and they were like, oh, wow, the nerd's here. He's still talking about electric horses. And then he shows outside and it's like a horse plugged into a Tesla charging port, which I thought that was funny. Um, that image was funny. Yeah, but it was just like, oh, Elon thinking ahead of his time, like even back then. And yeah. yeah um, <sighs> then they were doing like a sort of cryptocurrency joke with him wanting to make some sort of new currency. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I laughed when I noticed the vulture at Kyle Mooney's wound. I was like, holy shit, no yeah. way. It was, that was, yeah, the, it ended, it was just a fucking weird ending. Um, it was fun. It like, it ended like, I was like, huh? And I was like, okay, yeah, that, that's about right. Yeah, yeah. I was happy to see Kyle Mooney in more though. Like he, he was is, in so much. He was, like normally he, you know, the joke he's Kyle cut for time Mooney. But he was in a lot tonight, and I was happy to see that. Yeah, same. But yeah, that was the show. I will say, so my, as I said, my cast member of the night was Egwin Rodum. She just fucking killed in everything she did. Yeah, she did. I love her. Um, And I will say, Elon Musk, I was pleasantly surprised that he came in and kind of made fun of himself and he took some jokes and some digs and he didn't lose his shit on live television so he looked genuinely thrilled to be there and i'm like you know what maybe it's been a dream of his to host snl i don't fucking know who who am i to who am i to like shit on that if that's what he wanted to do you know like he did the best he could and while I still think he's kind of a terrible human being I'm happy he had fun yeah 
Me too. What was your worst? My worst for the night, I'm going to go on ahead and say, was the the Uli show. Mm -hmm. There's just so much going on there. It was too much. It was yeah. cousin fucking. It was that was there was a cousin fucking joke in that one too, right? Yep. Okay. The app. Yes. Yes. Right. App. It, yeah. That was the whole fucking joke. Was that the show was sponsored by Cousin Checker? Um, Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. I just it was all over the place. I enjoyed Kate McKinnon's Frances McDormand, but that was about it. I didn't recognize her at first. I was like, "Who is this woman who wants to buy brown sack dresses?" And then um, there was the thing about her her movie i was like okay (laughs) no that was that was funny um yeah but that was my worst as well what was your runner-up uh my runner-up was uh, it's tied between the monologue and wario court i'm gonna go with wario court wow um I think for me it would be the Miley Cyrus performances. I was really bumping. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. What was your best? My best was the Igonorum Disneyland mom bit. Yeah, that that was amazing. My best was just kind of weekend update as a whole. I'm ignoring Elon Musk's part because that was just again, I don't get cryptocurrencies and I don't care to. Stop trying to make it what's it? Stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. I fine. Cryptocurrency might be the future, but until someone can find a better way to explain it to me, don't fucking bother. Yeah. So um, that was the episode. Um, we are on all major podcast platforms. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review, and tell your friends. Hit us up on social media. We got Facebook, Reddit, and Twitter also have a website satnighthighpod.com and if you'd like to send us a message that is longer than twitter will allow you can reach us at satnighthighpod at gmail but until next time i'm gilda happy highs i'm steph happy highs